fellow Zeros. Thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that knows the rules were set a long time ago. We're here today to talk to you about the movie Super. I'm your host, Joe, and I brought along three fingers of God with me mm. to talk to you about it. We've got Frank. The podcast that looks stupid when we cry. Corey. The podcast that was just a box. The wind was pushing it down the street. And sequel. The podcast that does not butt in line. <laughs> that is really close. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to me once before at Police Academy. You literally picked the very next line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Before we start talking about the movie Super, though, we've been watching other stuff. Let's let you know what it is. Hey, Corey, what are you watching? The mid-season premiere of The Walking Dead was on last night. Either way, it was pretty cool. I thought the episode was pretty good. They opened it up with a song from Bright Eyes. It's like one of my favorite songs from the band Bright Eyes. And it like, like you connected it. I was like, I don't even like this character. Why are you making me feel sad about this? And to cleanse my palate from watching this movie, I watched like four hours of The Office today. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's a good amount of The Office. Exactly. It's like eight episodes. That's more than that. You could do three an hour. That's true. It's like 12 episodes. Yeah, but I definitely eat dinner in there, so... Like 10. Yeah, probably closer to 10. <laughs> I've yeah. actually never sat through a full episode. Dude. Of the Office? Yeah, watch it. Jesus. Do you hate Joy? Yeah. A little bit. Oh, okay. Well, then The Office is not for you. <laughs> I finally saw the episode uh, where Jim gets his Asian actor buddy to That's a good like, one. see so him. Good. Like, I've seen the prank on like YouTube before, but... By that point in the show, I had stopped watching, so actually having to watch that episode, it's actually interesting. It's a little more dramatic than they, it's not quite as lighthearted as, as it gets light, like older, kind of bringing some really serious shit, so. I can't remember what episode it's attached to, but I believe you. Well, it's just in the midst of, like... Jim getting his Philadelphia job? Jim getting his Philadelphia job, the, oh, Jesus, what is her name? Nelly. No, the accountant. Angela. Angela, thank you. Angela's wife is, like... What? Husband. Husband. <laughs> Corey watches a different office. <laughs> yeah. is well, it, is, it does have to relate with that. Her husband is like, it's getting to the end of his like affair with Oscar. Like a lot that's, of serious things that's happening. That's legit, Frank. Yeah. That was true. That was a thing. <laughs> it's true. But anyways, that's all I've really been watching. All right. Hey, Frank, what have you been watching? I watched Black Mirror. Oh, oh nice. That show's awesome. Yeah. Never seen seen it. You, nope. you need to. Yeah. You'd love it. It's like New Age, Twilight Zone. Oh, it's sick. sick. It's got a little bit of a more horror-y twist to it, though. Yeah. You can watch any episode. They're not, like, they don't... They don't relate to each other really. at all. Yeah. Nice. So, I would suggest starting season four. Wow. Season one's tough. Yeah, but that first episode is... Fucking weird. Fucking awesome. Fucking I've only seen the first two episodes, and I hate the first episode. The, the first one's first episode. Alright. But the, there's a virtual reality one, where it's like in horror. That one's, good. That one's that incredible. Really good. How long are they? Like 45 minutes. Yeah. Netflix? Yeah, it's yeah. all on Netflix. It's just standalone sci-fi, pretty much. It's really good. Cool. Yeah. And I've been playing Fortnite. Fortnite. You did it, huh? Yeah, that game's awesome. <laughs> is it though? It is. Are you sure? I love it. Because the I'm so bad at it, but I love it. It's player unknown battleground, just more Basically, silly, yeah. right? Yeah. You have more a shovel, right? Or a hammer? Yeah, you, you walk just... around with a pickaxe. Yeah. Because the twelve year olds I sub like I teach every day won't shut the fuck up about yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty popular. <laughs> Seriously. What do you play it on? Uh, Xbox One. Damn it. <laughs> on a move to place, uh, not place. PC. PC. Yeah. Next. 
I have my money saved. I just got to pull the trigger. Do it. How much is it? My PC is like sixteen hundred bucks. Oh, you're talking about actually having to buy the PC with a monitor and everything. But Fortnite compared to that is like it's free. Peanuts. Fortnite's free. Oh, it's so free. Yeah. Is it really? Shit. Yeah. I can get that. I can go play that right now. Uh, you have to pay extra for the zombie mode. That's it, though. I don't care about that. I don't even know what that is. Yep. Sorry, I'm done. See, what would you watch? I watched two movies, one old, or mm-hmm. one new, still in theaters. I watched Collateral, Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx. Guys, ever see it? Seen that one? Yep. It's a good one, right? I haven't watched it in a while. It's an interesting one. It's a weird Tom Cruise performance. The most different Tom Cruise performance. That's fair. Bad guy. Yeah. And then I saw Annihilation last night. How was it? Terrible! Really? Awful! Really? Oh, I could not stand it. Damn it. I was so interested in the trailer. Yeah. Alright, so... Isn't it supposed to be a sequel to something? Or like a shared universe with something? uh, If it is... I thought I heard something. If it is, it's over. It's the same director of uh, Ex Machina, which I love. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's probably... The the, uh, it was, the pacing was so slow, and you're just waiting for stuff to happen. And then when it does happen, they never build on it. They just like, keep going. And it's so weird. I like sci fi, but this was like, I don't know, maybe beyond me. Aliens? Mm-hmm. I saw my friend, and I could hear him and myself say, like, what the fuck? Like 15 times <laughs> during the movie. Then it was over. We're just kind of like, was that good? I don't think so. <laughs> Did I hate that? that was, it um, sounds like why I hate Arrival. Or don't hate, but don't like. Just the jumping. Like, it's just like, what the fuck? What, where are we in this movie? Yeah. No, I, did, what, I didn't like that. I hated that. This is paced so slow. And when I, going into the movie, it was a 94 in Rotten Tomatoes. And then I checked it today, it was down in 86. Jesus. So the people are coming around. Boom. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Joe, what are you been watching? I have been watching... I watched two movies. I watched an old movie, Sabrina. I've seen Sabrina. It's interesting. I don't... I think it was pretty good. It didn't go how I wanted, I guess. They remade it starring Harrison Ford. That's unfortunate. I mean, I'd see the remake, but... Humphrey Bogart's really old. Like, too old for the role that he has in the movie, and I don't... It was a different time, but I don't think it translates well now. And the other movie I watched was... Very different from Sabrina. I watched Talladega Nights. Nice. I've never seen that movie all the way oh through. I've seen parts of it before, but never. Parts of it are very funny. His sons are very funny. Yes. There, are, there are moments in that movie that are very, very funny. It has a bunch of dry points, though. It's very quotable still. Yeah. Like at work, me, this guy will quote Talladega Nights. <laughs> this comes up and yells, "Shake and bake." <laughs> Shake and bake. <laughs> it's happened. There was a a couple of kids I went to high school with. They literally they would like yell shake and bake at every party, every event that they went to. It was just their thing. To this day, <laughs> they still do it. I ran into them at the parade and they're still <laughs> the first shake words and bake. out of their mouth is shake and bake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's wild. They didn't even switch to the Magic Man and El Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> no, Magic Man El Diablo. What does that mean? I just came up with it. <laughs> They, uh, I always liked the really thin pancake bit. I finally realized that's where Matt says it from all the time. Yeah. You compromise, you say you like really thin No, pancake. because then they'll know that that's pretty much me saying crepe. <laughs> I'm a man of my word. I will break it. <laughs> break it, Pepe Le Pew! <laughs> <laughs> or the Pepe Le Dick. I think he called him Pepe Le Dick. That's right, yeah. I'm not calling you daddy, though. What are you going to call me, then? Let's get started, Professor Dick Weed. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that movie was, in my mind, infamous because it did that huge Hollywood no-no where they show you something in the preview and they don't put it in the actual movie. That happens a lot. It happens a lot. But this, lot. but in this movie in particular, because the funniest thing I watched in the trailer was still funnier than what was in the movie, and they fucking took it out, is he opens the back door of the car and the puma jumps out and, like, tackles him. And the dad says something, and he's like, I can't, I got a live puma on me! And it was just... Just Will Ferrell rolling around with, like, a puma on top of him. It was fucking hysterical, and they took it out. It's on the cutting room floor. So mad. There's one scene, I always found it funny. It's, like, a subtle joke, but it's, like, um... It's when, um, the French guy shows up in the bar, mm. and asks Will Ferrell to do something, and John C. Ryan's like, nah, don't do it, but, uh, what's, it? what's his name? Ricky Bobby. R- Ricky, Ricky. These colors don't run. <laughs> <laughs> just the fact that he says these colors don't run. <laughs> That's what every other redneck in this country yells every time. I like to imagine my Jesus in a, one of those tuxedo t-shirts. Because it's like, I'm formal, but I like to party. Yeah. And I like to party, so I like my Jesus to party. <laughs> the ones that they do on, like, during the, uh, when the credits are rolling oh, yeah, yeah. are just as funny. I imagine my Jesus as a lead singer of Leonard Skinner in a Leonard Skinner cover band. <laughs> And he, like, pulls me up on stage to sing Freebird with him. Fucking good. Did you like this movie? I never saw it. You never saw it? Jesus. Well, we just told you the whole movie. Yeah, I wasn't really listening. Jane Lynch is a She is. She's his mom. I will paint your back porch red. Let's go get kicked out of an apple, please. It's a good movie. Let's talk about that. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> we just did. Alright. And that is what we've been watching this week. Let's do the movie facts for Super. Super came out in 2010. It's rated R. It's one hour, 36 minutes long. Its director is James Gunn, who also directed Slither and Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. The movie stars Rain Wilson, Ellen Page, Liv Tyler, Kevin Bacon, Michael Rooker, Nathan Fillion, Greg Henry, Andre Royo, and Sean Gunn. budget for the movie was a pretty small $2.5 million dollars. Jesus. And it grossed $327,000. No fucking way. It's all domestic, and it was only released in 39 theaters. Okay. And I'm sure no one heard of this movie when it came out, so, like, I'm not going to see that. Jesus. Why spend $2.5 million if you're not going to try to make your money back on it? The cast. Yeah. They've got plenty of names in there. Yeah. They had money to burn, I guess. Somebody gave them a grant. The scores for the movie, uh, we have Rotten Tomatoes coming in at a 49%. Certified Jesus Christ. Dicks. Audience, a little bit higher, at a 55%. IMDb, 6.8 out of 10. Wow. And Metacritic, splitting the difference, I guess, out of 50, with a user score of 8.1. Wow. 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 (laughs) Joe, keep all three of those in. Wow. 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 <laughs> I don't even know what they did. <laughs> the outro to this is just going to be all of the wilds smushed wow. together. Those are all the movie facts I have. Let's let you know our general spoiler free thoughts of the movie Super, and I will go to sequel first. I've seen this movie several times. I like Rain Wilson a lot. I think I was just scrolling through Netflix one day and I saw he was in it, and I was like, oh, I'm on board. It's really weird, but it's funny. But there are some unnecessary scenes to this day. I'm like, why did they put this in here? It makes no sense at all. But I, it's it's cool. It has some good rewatchability. And um, 
has an indie feel to it with a good cast, so no, I enjoyed it. Frank, what did you think? This movie was okay. I laughed at some parts. At some parts, I was like, what the fuck? But for the most part, I thought the actors came and did their job, and it was fun. And then it was weird. But for the most part, I enjoyed it, kind of. Corey, what do you think? I think that this movie, if it was done one way or the other, would have been a lot better. Like, if it was just, like, a funny indie superhero flick, it would have been good. Or if they had decided to take it a more serious route, they could have done that and done that well. But trying to kind of go back and forth, it just feels disconjointed to me. And I'll get into specifics, but there's like two or three scenes where I'm like physically uncomfortable. (laughs) Even now, I'm just like, this doesn't need to be here. But what I did enjoy is watching the Yandu and his first mate interaction again. Because we get that in this. Right? Is that... Sean Gunn? Sean Gunn. Yeah, Yeah, so Sean Gunn and Michael uh, Michael Rucker Rucker are both in this, and they essentially play, like... The same characters. The same characters. So it was kind of cool to see them uh, interact like that, which was cool. James Gunn pulling the Ryan Coogler. Yeah. (laughs) So people he likes. Yeah. But overall, I thought it was, um... I thought it was a very interesting movie, if nothing else. I found this movie around the... Along the same lines of how a sequel found this movie. I was just rolling on Netflix one day, and I was like... Rain Wilson is a superhero. <laughs> Alright, I'll watch this. I've, so I've seen this movie before. I like this movie a lot. I think this movie has moments that are completely brilliant, and then moments that are, like you guys said, what is this doing in here? So it's a little bit uneven for like the first two-thirds of the movie. I think the third act of this movie is absolutely incredible. Yeah. I think it's almost perfect. For what the movie that they're tr- that he made, it fits perfectly. But we'll get more into the specifics of that when we do it. And yeah, the performances are really good. I think everyone does a great job in this, except for maybe Liv Tyler. But her part is more than and she the issue okay. than her. Yeah, <laughs> she's usually terrible. Yeah, I thought she did okay in this. It was one of her better movies. Yeah, those are our general thoughts. Let's do spoilers from here on out. So if you haven't seen the movie Super and you want to, it's available on Netflix. If you have Netflix, check it out. If you haven't, and we're gonna spoil things starting right now. Let's go. You don't need the tentacles. <laughs> Yeah. Get rid of the yeah, well, <laughs> But you know what it is? It's just weird shit on TV. Yeah. Yeah. He was watching that. He was watching the tentacle porn, and then that happens. And it, like... But here, hold up. Just to defend his character, he was not watching tentacle porn. Yes, he was. No, it happened to be on when he turned the TV on. He was like, what is this? And, and he, he changed the channel. channel. Right? I am going to defend this. He watched it. Okay, no. hold on. What... what? Channels do you have on your cable box where you can turn on the TV and tentacle porn? He's is got on one board. of those like cable hack subscriptions <laughs> where he gets all the pay channels. Oh, the Kirk Cameron friggin' high school kids with the devil on your cable box. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's That's on the religion <laughs> channel. It's the Holy Avenger. Oh. And also the tentacles set up his weird. Brain. Hallucination yes, later. That's, well, that's exactly it. All tentacles, I'm not about it. Well, it, it, it just, for me, what it does is it just sets me up for the rest of this movie to believe that he's not actually, you know, a a messenger from God meant to go and do this. He's just a crazy person. Oh, he has schizophrenia. Yes. Yes. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Libby's crazy, too. I don't know what she has, but <laughs> most people in this movie are crazy. Well, not really. It's really just, just Frank and Libby. Yeah, she's she, awesome. She is awesome, but one of the most 
awkward and uncomfortable scenes for me was that it was the rape scene yeah because it doesn't need to have it just there's no I agree 100% that's one of those choices where I'm like because I'll bury the weed right now I guess that's my least favorite scene I I had multiple choices for least favorite and multiple choices for favorite but the rape scene is among we can get this we can knock that out of the way then too because it's definitely mine and it's like it's fine for me her being all like throwing herself at him, be like, "Do you want to make out?" And he says, "No, let's go inside." And, and even she tries her, again because she's bad. a young girl, whatever. And that's fine. And even when like she turns the music on and like the suit and starts like dance, like doing the weird, awkward, like sexy dance, I'm like, "Okay, this is fine." It's when she like jumps on top of him, pins him down. And yeah, yeah. Inside, uh, yeah. I, it's just it, go, it just is too much. Come on, Frank. I'm gushy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Put your mask on. <laughs> yeah, it was just—it was just too much. And then very weird. Her character is very weird. Did she? The biggest problem with that scene is that there's no long-lasting repercussions of it because she fucking dies five minutes later. Uh, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Oh my god! Because we're having a good time. This is fun. You're yeah. about to get the big read, and then serious. bam! Yeah, half her head gets blown off. That was. To- that's good I'm, filmmaking where you're like super high, like you're in a great place, and then bam. Yeah, it's fantastic. It gets real. And real fast. They bury they bury that lead hard because they bring up the point like she's tired because she's got this vest on. So you're like, oh, she got hit in the chest just like he did. Like she's gonna be okay, and then you roll over that was I did not see that coming. That's almost one of my one of the better parts of this movie. Yeah. Totally catches you off guard. Yeah. Even so, that, like, I've seen this movie about three or four times. Yeah. Every time, I'm like, oh. I figured this would be like Kick Ass, where there wouldn't be like any like death in the stakes. I mean, that's the only. I'm not gonna say it's the only way it differs from Kick Ass, but like, yeah, I. I don't know. I feel like Kick Ass has a lighter tone to it than this definitely. does. A little bit lighter, but I mean, I'm talking violence wise. Oh yeah, this is was. highly realistic violence. This is actually what would happen yeah, if, if a someone. kind of crazy yeah. person went out to try to be a superhero in the skull with, yeah, with like a, a pipe wrench. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. Rain Wilson does a phenomenal job. He do- really does. I, he sells it. Compl- I believe he's borderline delusional crazy. Not the first choice to play that role is actually John, John C. C. Riley. Yep. I think I think they made the right. I don't know if John C. Riley turned it away and they settled or what, but he wasn't seen as a big enough star to get the movie made. Okay, at the time, really, right, bro? They tr- uh, James Gunn tried eight years to get this made. Wow. James Gunn also used to be married to Jenna Fisher. That's right. Oh, and she suggested, why don't you cast Rain Wilson? Awesome. He was like, all right, and then Rain Wilson sent the script to Ellen Page, and she was in immediately. I'm sure. Well, Do we read the same article? I read Wikipedia. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Um, <laughs> So that may or may not be true. Oh well, going with it. I mean, it's as plausible of a story as anything else. I'll believe it. I love him running away from every crime scene. Yeah, I think it's hysterical. Like that's the like that's the 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 time where I like I'm reminded that this really shouldn't be taken too seriously because he runs so awkwardly (laughs) in that suit of his. Nobody? Nobody else? No, it's, it is completely serious. That's the thing I love about it. It's like, this movie is so real. This is what would happen if... Yeah, you're right. This. That's how you would run away. 
But like he <laughs> looks so ridiculous, like yes. and it's hysterical. Right, but oh, I yeah. don't even find like his physical comedy like as good as his like the the lines. Like the, this is written amazingly too. Shut and up, crime. Shut up, crime is great. Yeah. <laughs> then when he's um he goes to the library, the fake beard on. <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't a fake beard. Hi, I'm a college student. I'm doing a report on where to buy books. Book. Are you really doing a report on that? Yes. Why are you wearing a fake beard? It's not a fake beard. She's like, All right, let me look up some. It's, people think it's fake, but it's really. <laughs> they asked me to be Santa Claus. <laughs> and then when the cop comes to his house and he keeps looking at the closet, there's a door goes, in there. He's like, he's like, is it got anything in there? No, you got something in there. Was there a basement? It's a closet. Then like the cop looks at guy and goes, "There's a dog in there." <laughs> you about him a dog person. That's who he likes to bite the most. <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's brilliant writing. He does a great job. I thought initially within the first five, ten-ish minutes of the movie, that there was going to be a huge discrepancy in performances. Because when Kevin Bacon first comes on scene and, like, gets the eggs or whatever... <laughs> That's great, too. It is great, but he is so fluid and natural, like, in that setting. Like, I, it, Rain, up to that point, almost felt, like, a little clunky. Like, he's so used to it, the lower stakes of television, I guess. I, not that that's accurate or anything like that. It just looked like Bacon was supposed to be on screen and Rain was not quite there yet. But again, as the movie progressed, it, like, it was more and more natural. He's such just an awkward guy. Like that, yeah. He's actually playing that really well. Yeah. It just it doesn't seem it in that moment because Kevin Bacon is doing the same performance he does as a villain all the time. True. But he's really good at it. It's, yeah. it's hysterical. Yeah. Like, hey, man, you're cooking eggs. Can I get some of that? <laughs> What are these, like the special brown eggs? <laughs> no, they're not. You have a gift from God, my friend. <laughs> Which, of course, is, you know... He's a he's a fry cook, so I mean... But it's also an allusion to what happens in the next... Oh, yeah, too. I'm glad they got the um, comic aspect correct when he's in the comic book shop, and there he's... Ellen Page is answering his questions. Because even when um, he's like, I needed all your comics about superheroes without powers. Mm-hmm. Your excitement is so fun. Yeah. Yes, and then she goes, Captain America has a shield. Wait, no, he's a super soldier. Don't go with that, he has powers. I'm like, yep, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. Don't touch that. I know that, because I'm on zero something. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she felt like a real nerd in that scenario. Oh, and I like her exchange, where she's like, my name's Libby, but don't make fun. Say Libby on your label. All right, my name's Frank. <laughs> Can I be Frank with you, Frank? <laughs> I swear to God, if you guys use that on me. <laughs> you asked me not to make fun of your name, and then you made fun of my name. I'm going to be frank with you, it's a good chance that it's going to come up once in a while. At least I this episode. if you didn't say anything. Yeah. yeah. That is the point. You did this. The plot is also a touch messy, because I'm not sure if she just runs away to be with Jock, or if, like, Jock turns her into, like, a heroin head for, for research fun. purposes yeah. and fun. It's, well, it's definitely not for research purposes. He just did it because he's a jerk off. But how did he meet? Like, it, like it, it's. I, well, I'm assuming Jack's her old dealer. And oh, she's just and that's, up that's, just through people she used to associate right. with, come back into her life or something. Because I got like, that part. Like yeah, she she's obviously here with the bong and like Sean Gunn. Yeah, Sean Gunn's in there in the room. Yeah. The bong, yeah. Oh. That's like All right. Very early. Beginning. That's that's one. Yeah. That's oh yeah. That's the connection yeah, I'm okay. missing. That's, that a, that's Sean... a throwaway scene. I mean, they don't really make that kind of like obvious. Yeah. But... Shut the fucking door. 
Just his relationship with Sarah, though, was all by circumstance. He happened to be working at that restaurant where she tries to become a waitress and gets her life back together. Mm -hmm. And the only character that's, like, 100% right is, I guess, Sarah's sister? Yeah. Don't make any life decisions in the the first first year. year. No offense, Frank. No, that's fine. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) But even that, right? Like, talk about how much the death of... Libby, 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 Libby's like bolty, bolty. bolty. <laughs> you know, talking about like how how like the after effects of Bolty's death are concerned. He doesn't end up with Sarah, anyways. No, but he does the right thing. Yeah, which is why this sure. movie's amazing. But like you know, like that that makes it work. Like those two were actually pretty good together, regardless of their age difference. In a slightly different world, in a slightly different ending. Sarah still runs off, and they end up fighting crime together as the crazy people that live in the apartment, but they're actually together. Well, he wouldn't have... I mean, he doesn't keep fighting crime, so that would have been a weird thing, because he was just doing it to get Sarah back, pretty much. So, if he does that, why are they going to keep... Like, she's crazy. Libby is a crazy person, so she would have absolutely been gung-ho to do it, but, like, I don't think he would... Well, it would have perpetuated... The thing is, I think it would have... If you look at this movie as the cycle of, like, addiction, if Libby stays around, his enabler stays around. Right. He keeps doing it. Mm-hmm. She was doing it because she was born. So it's still it's another cycle of addiction. Just in this case, it's the addiction of the vigilante type. But I think if Sarah winds up staying with Jack, that means um, Frank died. Like, I think he was going to try to get her back at all costs, even if it meant death. So I don't think there is a universe where yeah. they can be together. Well, see, that's that's the other the only other problem with that argument is that one of the last things Jock says on the matter is, Ugh, when these guys start thinking that your girlfriend's a whore, well, I guess you got to get rid of her. He was he was about to throw her to the curb anyway. It was up with that. He was trying to get drugs or something. He was just trying to get like a like the big drug deal. He was trying to yeah. network, I guess. Yeah. And he brought in girls for the guys. Well, he brought comfort, in, and he chose his girlfriend instead. Yeah. And he's he like, like, well, I guess that sure. means she's out. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the thing. They got like the the uh, like all those bags with like the pure heroin. I guess that he just brought in in the suitcase thing. Yeah, okay. and then they're at the window with it. He's like, "Don't drop any of it." You know how much that stuff costs, or blah, blah, blah. So he was essentially taking that to slice it down to give to Rage, was I think the the big black dealer's name? I don't remember his name. It start, definitely starts with an R. Kevin yeah. Bacon called him an N-word, so... He did. He did. He did. I was really like, drugs the point home. Got it. There's two lives in here that kind of caught me off guard. That, that was one, one of them. That was one of them. And... When he first goes to the comic book shop and he asks for Holy Avengers comics, oh. is that the owner? I can't tell because he's sleeping behind the I think it's supposed to be the owner. Yeah. And he's like, Holy Avenger, what I got? Here, all oh, this yeah, shit. Either <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that or he's just that regular that brings his son and is highly inappropriate. <laughs> Hold this shithead. But then the kid like takes it and puts it down. Yeah. <laughs> he's rebelling. I love when she runs into, uh, what's his name? Help Gun, his brother Sean Gun Toby. Yeah. I think his name is. That was, that was the name of the movie. When she drives the car into his legs, yeah. and she's freaking out about it, and then she gets in the car and she's like, "You let every motherfucker know if they do that, or if they want to commit some gay ass." <laughs> oh, she's, I was hysterical yeah, at that point. When she goes, when she goes ape shit, it's always funny. <laughs> and then there's that moment where, like, again, 
you know, the, oh God, what does he call himself, the Crimson Bolt? Yeah. Crimson Bolt is all like, thinks he's doing this for God, or with the power of God behind him, so he's like, stop cursing. <laughs> no cursing. What? <laughs> that's, that's what you have a problem with right now? Alright, Batman, let's chill. Now that we just killed those guys in daylight. Yeah. The, the, it, the two, the Hope two. Hope no one's plates. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. yeah. Where'd he park the car? Back at the house? They pulled it into a garage of some sort. It's definitely covered. Like the Matt Saracen cameo we got. Yeah, they almost killed... Zach Guilford. They almost killed him. (laughs) The QB1 from Friday. (laughs) Pretty much. Just the fact that she convinced him to go. Like, yeah, he keyed my friend's car. Whoa, that ain't cool. That was so weird. I don't know who was him. I'm pretty sure he's the one. Pretty sure he's the one. Pretty sure. You don't kill him. (laughs) I got hyped. You firing me? I'm sleepwalking. <laughs> that was the that was uh, the rape, that was the rape, rape scene. scene. I just want to say my favorite scene is when uh, I kind of hope it's the same one. It might be. That's when she goes, Frank, I have to show you something, and she comes out and starts like airboxing and does like, like <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> starts tumbling. <laughs> and then, then, then she finishes after like twenty seconds. Goes, All right, what'd you think? <laughs> the what? The, the cartwheels? <laughs> oh, that was good. That makes me laugh every time. I think my favorite scene was when she's freaking out in the car after she beats the guy. <laughs> Love that. That was hysterical. Not that it's my favorite scene, but I really I think one of my favorite parts of her performance in this was right after he like gets into the bedroom and takes like all the trash bags off and she like sees that he's in the suit and that he's shot or whatever and she's kicking everybody out and her I guess boyfriend or whatever, the guy that she was making out with on the bed right. initially. So like, oh who's that? Is that your sugar daddy? Blah, blah, blah. And like, she's like super self affirming. Like, I'm gonna tell you, dick, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I was like, good, this is gonna be an awesome, strong female character. And then it went off the rails for her. Yeah. But and then she's yeah. too strong. She went from like nerdy and like kind of weird to like to fucking a complete crazy. psychopath. Yeah. yeah, she's nuts. <laughs> Again, they just enabled each other to bring out like the worst part of that in them. I mean, like, perfect example of that is is the butting in line scene. <laughs> Like, that is... Don't butt in line. I get it. I totally get don't butt in line, but I think we all have to agree that that's a little extreme. Yeah, he walks away, goes into his car, changes in the back seat, like, <laughs> 20 feet away from everyone that just saw him leave. Just a little girl ass accidentally. He was like, Molly! Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the guy even says, you can't be serious, right? I just watched <laughs> you. And then he gets smacked in the head. And that he, one was he, grotesque. Yeah, because like yeah. split his head. And he hits yeah. his, the girlfriend in the face. Yeah, with it. You want to bolts? <laughs> they bolt. Yeah. Crimson bolts. Crimson bolts. Crimson bolts. How did he decide on that name? And what's better than a name is the logo. It's not like a lightning bolt or anything. Yeah. It's no, his it's, mask. It's the mask. <laughs> it's what he saw in the vision from God. Mm-hmm. Speaking of visions, the puke in the toilet. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that was my least favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I'm counting that as part of my least I'm, favorite yeah, scene. Yeah, because it's immediately it following it. Yeah. What was your... Oh, you already said you it's the rape. Yeah, yeah the, the rape. rape. Mm-hmm. Is the rape scene. That's just silly. It doesn't need to be there. Then you don't get the puke in the toilet to talk to him. Also doesn't need to be there. <laughs> he already has his mission. Although I guess that hurries it along. But it's like... It, to me, it seems like his reaction to that sexual experience was to be like, okay, now it's time to go get my girlfriend again. Like, well, he threw up out of disgust because... I get that. I know that. But, like, what I'm saying is anything could have technically triggered that. 
You could have had bad Chinese thrown up and seen the vision and be like, okay, it's time to do that now. But in this scenario, what we get is yeah. But then he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to deal with what just happened to him. So now's as good a time as any to go guns blazing into a spot where he's probably going to die. He doesn't get there unless he gets raped. I mean, he does. But yeah, he does. You could have figured something. <laughs> out. In that moment, he feels unfaithful to his wife, even though it wasn't his choice. He's like, I gotta go get her. This mm. is enough pussyfooting around here. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Unintended. Wasn't. <laughs> I love the scenes where you see him, like, fighting crime, going to all the drug deals, helping the kid that's about to get molested. Yeah, what the... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that was about, either. It's just showing you what crime is. Don't molest kids. <laughs> you stop? Well, that one was one of those weird ones where, like, kid was... like a prostitute, right? kid was a prostitute. Yeah, he was robbing the guy after he wrenches him. What, it, what it was the uh, subtitle? It was something, something f- is, is all I know. <laughs> I, uh, I have no idea. I, I know it's, I know it's it, funny, but uh, I don't know yeah. what it was. I like his um, associate, Fry Cook. I thought he was pretty funny. Yeah. When they're watching the newscast of the Crimson Bolt, Fry's like, I'm not watching. And then he says, like, no, he said his Crimson Bolt's going after bad guys. It's good. I see that. He's like, you didn't say that. Yeah, I thought you weren't watching. You <laughs> did say that. He was like, I was just watching it with you. He didn't say that. So do we all think that... Jock's name is the way that he spelt it in the picture that he Absolutely not. It's actually <laughs> spelled Jock like the French yeah, word. Yeah, the French word, right? J-O-C-K. It's an, it's amazing when he puts yeah, it on the picture with the, Kevin Bacon's circle and then the word Jock. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work with this guy. We'll call him Bill. Bill had to train and uh, attempt. The attempt's name was Juan. So Juan had to get gear. So O-N-E. We, nope. Oh, man. W-O-N. Wow. Yup. <laughs> I said, Bill, what is this? He goes, Juan. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> that was one of those ones that you should just know by now. Yep. W-O-N. Jesus. That's incredible. <laughs> As soon today, his name was spelled E-G-E. Eggie? Eggie. So? I just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is another one of those ones where it's Did like... you ever watch Kingsman? I'm in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That is Eggsy. 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 They call him Eggy, though. They do. How much to this movie? Hour 30. You know what? That was kind of what was nice about it, is that it was... This is, I guess, the second week in a row where the movies have been super short and sweet and to the point. Mm. That kind of adds to its rewatchability, I feel. Yeah. It's, like, you can put this on in the background so long, quick. Yeah. Because yeah. you can watch... Like, once you've seen this movie before, I mean, since I watched it for this, I've already gone back and watched, like, the last 20 minutes of the movie two more times. Mm-hmm. Because it's so fucking good. <laughs> what do you call the start of the third act? The second, this when they right after the, the right after he pukes. Right after he pukes okay. is the third act for me. Everything okay. beyond that point is. I would, that was that was my that was actually my question was whether the rape was going to be the start of the third act or the end of the. <laughs> I think that's the, the culmination the of Act point. Two. That's the end of Act Two. Yeah. Okay, fair. The rape I includes agree. Act Two, intermission, intermission, <laughs> and then amazing sequence. Yeah. It is. It is a really incredible sequence. I, I think that when it all comes to its pinnacle, when it's just him and Kevin Bacon, he uses the the little projectile. Yeah, thing. we get we get the thing that he made. He I made know. the bombs. We saw those happen. He made the projectile mm-hmm. razor blade. We saw that. And then and then just like the conversation that they have right before he kills him. It's incredible, right? Especially the line yeah. at the end. Do you think stabbing me to death? I won't know yeah. unless I try. <laughs> I can't know that. Shut up, crime. 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 Shut up, crime.
crying. I love it. <laughs> it's really good. Even before that, like the moment when Libby dies, from that point forward, just the score at that point yeah, is yeah. amazing. I had to Shazam it just to find out what was it's called. Libby goes down. It's part of the oh, score. Terrible. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, oh man, because that got me so pumped to watch that scene. It's just so good. It's it's the action scene that this movie promised you from yeah. you. And then even his conclusion, like his monologue at the end, like talking over top of everything, awesome. It was a really, really beautifully written piece. Uh, you, when you find out what happens to Sarah, that's yeah, because cool, he shouldn't be with Sarah. Sarah. No, exactly. You no, know, especially not after what she saw him do. Like, yeah, if they, it would be totally unbelievable if they ended up together. Yeah. So it's great that she goes off, and, and then the whole reason they did that was she has four kids. And they wouldn't be here without him right. helping her. That justified his actions. Yeah, of oh, course, Frank. And he got the rabbit. He did, <laughs> he did end up getting the rabbit. Lisa Cardinale is in this movie for what fourteen seconds. What a great cameo! Right? She, gets, yeah. she has like eighth billing in the movie. Yeah, but she she lives there in the opening credits, and I was like, every time I watched yeah. it, I was like, "There's no, she's not in this." <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, when she first came on screen, I was like, "Oh, that's who's gonna be the other head, like the other side of his crimson bolt." Nope, it was Ellen Page, which is fine. Great job with it. But when I first saw it, I was like, that's definitely where they're going to... Because there is a very, like, obvious age difference between Rain Wilson and Ellen Page. Oh, yeah. Whereas the other two, almost similar. These similar-ish in age. So... They didn't even give her a name. She's no, just Pet Shop Employee. Pet Shop Employee. <laughs> if you read the captions on his, the pictures that he draws at the end, they're hysterical also. Oh, Does so he good. draw them? Is that is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, he draws them. Yes, he's drawing the best moments of his life so he can... Oh, uh, wake up. Okay, so it's just a continuation of the best moments yeah. of his life. Mmm, hot coffee. <laughs> That's a great joke, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, about the toll booth? Hey, have a nice day. Hey, thanks. <laughs> so good. What is it with yeah. all the mail that he's getting, though? Hmm? That's from the kids. From the kids. Which kids? Oh, Sarah's, Sarah's, Sarah's kids. Because he's Uncle Frank. Got it. I like the pictures you're at the beginning, and Liv Tyler sees him and goes, hands are kind of big, aren't they? So he goes and wipes him out, and he draws tiny hands. <laughs> Trump hands. Well, got him. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, man. There. Did you say your favorite scene? No. My favorite scene, I think, is genius on the part of James Gunn, is that he's like, I need a weapon. And then they go, he pulls out the wrench, smashes the <laughs> melon, and he's like, that'll do. <laughs> You're expecting to see this montage of him trying out weapons. It's like, no, he picks one up and he's got it. Right, because he buys all the comics, but nope, wrench, wrench will work. <laughs> just the first thing he grabs, that'll cave in a skull. It's just, oh, it's genius. I do love when he's yelling at Kevin Bacon. He's like, you don't butt in line. Oh, I love that you too. You don't deal drugs. You don't molest kids. Yeah. You don't profit <laughs> off the misery <laughs> of others. Rules were set a long time ago. They don't change. <laughs> He's absolutely right. That's right. And that's what's wild about it, is that you have this person who's clearly schizophrenic, clearly out of his fucking mind, but is still lucid enough to know the difference between right and wrong, which ultimately is ironic because he's about to commit murder, which is the ultimate wrong. But he only kills bad people, so they make him sympathetic to you. Like, you mm. totally... We're late to Frank until he revealed his batshit crazy. Yes. But, like, in the beginning of the movie, you totally feel for him. Oh, yeah. It's really good. It's just the love of his life just left. He doesn't know what to do. That's what any person would do. And then things escalate. Yeah. You touch my car one more time, I'm going to beat your ass. He puts his finger on it. 
That's not what I meant. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's not the kind of touching I'm talking about. <laughs> Corey, uh, you didn't give us your favorite scene. I didn't. I did not. Um, you got this. I do. I do. I, I mean, I really can't say much more than like that moment when Libby dies. I think it's the most powerful moving mm. moment in the entire movie. It creates real stakes beyond what we've already gotten. You know, he's been shot once, so yeah, you know that he can be hurt and all that good stuff, but when the person that looks up to him and is following his lead ends up getting killed, like, the stakes become even realer than they were 30 seconds ago when the gunfight broke out. You know, and you see real emotion in his reaction to it. Now it's fucking real and it's on. Like, if anybody was going to make it out of here alive, they certainly aren't now. Yeah, yeah it's the most important scene. Yeah. Because it's pretty cookie-cutter at that point, where, like, okay, he's going to go in there and save the day, and, like, nothing bad is going to happen. But when that happens, like, whoa, it takes you to a totally different place. It's a curveball. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty much responsible for her death. Yeah. he's. I mean, that's not pretty much. 100%. He literally is responsible. Yeah. She is not put in this situation if he doesn't walk into that comic store and ask her about... Well, if he doesn't show up at her apartment. That, too. Because, I mean, him going to the comics, though, I don't think condemns her to death. No, but he, she starts getting interested in talking to him there. She gives him the invitation to the apartment, the, like, the apartment party. warming party, all because he goes into that comic book and starts a conversation with her. Yeah. You know, he doesn't go to the comic store, then she never meets him. Agree. I was going to use ibuprofen. What were we going to do with ibuprofen? All that I saw in my head after she after she was her says putting that, ibuprofen in the wound. Yeah, yeah. just like thumbing them in. Like, is this how ibuprofen works? I'm 22. I don't know how things work. All right, if you're 22, you've definitely had enough alcohol in your system to know how to fucking take an ibuprofen. There's a moment in uh, there's another random scene montage scene in this movie that. Uh, has a little bit of a different weight this week than it did if we had done this movie two weeks ago. The uh, the gun sale, the huge fifty percent off gun sale. Oh yeah. Just because that's still a thing, people can just go into what is essentially a flea market and walk out with huge amounts of guns and ammunition. An RPG. Yeah. That is a very fun scene, despite the dangers. The one guy pounds the random stranger. He just pounds and blows it up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what? They just look so happy. The two of them look so happy being in there. Yeah, he even drew a picture about it. <laughs> them in the shopping carts. That's right, the shopping carts. That's pretty. That's that's a pretty nifty little thing. It's one of his perfect little, moments. Little nifty touch. His two perfect moments. <laughs> now he's got. Like he went there, officer. Thanks. <laughs> Do anything. <laughs> yes, but it again leads to you what he ends up being. Crime. Yeah, I did not see Nathan Fillion coming. Didn't see that one. Yeah, that's an unexpected cameo if you've never and seen it before. And I loved it. It's fantastic. There's a little subtle thing to do with him too. Is uh, I guess it's right before the tentacles start. Yeah, he runs. Up, he's like, he looks outside and he, the Holy Avengers out there just like runs away. Like that didn't need to be in there at all. That's pretty funny though. <laughs> yeah, Nathan Fillion being like the over-the-top straight-laced superhero guy is a thing because he's, he's also written what is it Dr. Horrible sing-along blog he's basically the same character except yep. no religious undertones correct <laughs> I don't know that this, that this guy had undertones no it's just, that's his thing <laughs> the overt religion yeah. in this one but yes there's no religion in, in his character there is this what pain feels like <laughs> 
That's that's another good one. I enjoyed that a lot. That was a good one. NPH. Classic. Did you do favorite yet? Okay. Well, she's favorite going on the car. Oh, that's yeah. right. Everybody did favorite, least favorite? Mm-hmm. Does anyone else have any specifics? Oh, no, man. We actually covered this movie more yeah. or less top to bottom. Short movie. It's a short it was a pretty short movie, yeah. Yeah, I guess 20 years ago it's not a short movie. It's like standard. Movies are getting longer now. But this one is also very to the point, and everything can be condensed. Like, everything that we need to talk about can technically be condensed. So, I mean, that helps. Like, anything that sticks out, you know, well, those are the moments that stick out. We've talked about it a little bit more in depth, but everything else in between... You know, there's like three montage scenes that take up, what, 15, 20 minutes of this movie? That's what happens inside the panels. In between the panels. In between, between the, the panels. It's a good line. That's a good line. Yeah. Even the opening is long. I don't mind because it's great. <laughs> <laughs> the opening is long. Yeah. The opening also more or less tells you <laughs> exactly what happens. Yeah? It does. Somebody gets blown up, somebody gets hit by the car. Kevin Bacon gets stabbed to death. Holy shit. Yeah. Shut up, crying. Shut up, crying. Shut up, crying. Why do none of the other drug dealers on uh, on that street... Lucid Street? What is it? Was that Lucid Street? Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it Lucid? Is it... Okay, whatever. Yeah, why, why do none of the other ones kind of jump in? I don't care. Yeah, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a bunch of... Some crazy-ass white dudes that's beating up on a black guy with a pipe. Nobody's going to step in there? Bullshit. Do you want to be the next guy that gets beat with a pipe? There's seven of you. One of the seven of you should be able to. This guy is not good at what he does. I would have been so shocked really with what I just saw. I would have let him go. <laughs> just like they did. Well, here's the thing like, the first time. This runs away so fast. <laughs> the first time it happens, that's what that's what happened. The dude, like, throws the ball and starts beating him with, like, the the top of the trash can, the, the trash can lid. And then he shows up the next time. You figure everybody would be like, oh, this fucking guy again? <laughs> but I guess he was wearing a mask that second time. No. He wearing a mask the first time, too. Yeah, he's wearing a mask both times. But he's gotten better. He's gotten better. I guess. Well, he has a pipe now. He does have a pipe now. It's important. Yeah. One minor gripe, and it's really minor, is when Frank parks in front of bare assets a lot, and then Michael Rooker doesn't notice him tailing him back to the <laughs> jogs. He's like literally 10 feet behind him the entire time they're doing oh, yeah. cars on the road. Yeah. Just doesn't care. There's a lot of this. He's driving his car constantly. Yeah. No one ever. Finds out who he is. <laughs> yep. No one ever records his plate. Oh. It, I mean, I feel like if somebody really wanted wanted to dive into that type of stuff in this movie, they could be like, oh, it's all because it's in his head, and he's uh, just crippled and alone in his house, and that's what he would think he'd be doing. I'm not drunk enough for that conversation. <laughs> yeah, no, nor am I. But what I'm saying is there's probably a theory on the internet that that's how, that's how and why all this happens. The more realistic answer is that who the fuck cares? True. This guy is a nothing, nobody, he's not strong, he can't fight, he doesn't have any guns. Let him follow us. What's he gonna do? Yet. What's he shoot? Because that's exactly what happens. They like, he, he says, uh, feel the wrath of uh, the crimson bolt breaks the I window. I love that part, and then they all pull out guns and he runs away. Yeah. <laughs> nobody shoots immediately. They all just pull out guns and he just deer in headlights and he's like, whoop. And he starts running, and that's when he gets shot. The first time. It's the first time. Of three. Four. Leg, one to the vest. Well, technically three times, I guess. He gets no, shot twice doesn't... by Kevin Bacon, but it's in the same spot. He gets shot in the shoulder. Shot, he shoots him in the shoulder twice? 
Yeah, in like the same spot. No, it shoots him in the same shoulder twice. Oh. That's even dumber. Because the uh, he has to use the left... Because he gets shot in the right shoulder, and then he uses the left hand to stab him to death. Oh, yeah. So I think that's really good continuity. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> He's not going to be doing a lot of overhand yeah, motion with the... With the army got shot in. And the army got shot in is he all he needs to do is lift it up to squeeze his hand. Yep, to squeeze the little remote trigger. Whoa, how'd you learn how to do that? I'll explain later. If I'm making it right, bombs. bombs. <laughs> <laughs> they have the old school Batman automatopoeia on the screen when he, yeah. when he shoots Bomb, people. Yeah. Bombs. Kapow! <laughs> That's a good word, onomatopoeia. It is a good one. It's a fun word. It's a good one. I got nothing else, guys. Nah, no idea. Yeah, I think we're I think we're good on specifics for this. So if you've never tuned in before, what we do is we rate movies that we talk about from one to six Infinity Stones. One is the low end, six is the high end. If you give it six, you can also give it a gauntlet for the highest possible score. And now what we're gonna do now is go around and rate Super based on that scale I just told you about literally ten seconds ago. Corey. I still think that this movie's a little too disconjointed for me. I wish I had a little more context into what Jacques is doing with Sarah, and I wish it had kind of gone a little further into just being funny or a little further into just being serious. That being said, it is a fun watch overall, even with the things that make it really uncomfortable. Speaking of things that we didn't talk about, the weird using the corn dog to rub the blood off of his brain. Oh, yeah. What the f- during that. Is that a corn dog? Looked like a corn dog. Yeah, it was a corn dog. Oh, I thought it was like a paint roller. All right. <laughs> it was weird either way. Again, talking about the weird choices that they made. This movie's actually going to get a four for me. I'd probably watch it again. I like it. It's nothing spectacular, but for what it is, it's it's a fun ride. Sequel. You're up. I really like this movie, minus the tentacles and the rape. <laughs> Not in the same scene, ironically enough. I'm going higher than Corey. I'm going to this five stones. I just I watch this movie like twice a year, ever since I saw it the first time a couple years ago. So it's it's just fun. It's it's really funny. That scene with Ellen Page when she gets shot takes you home every single time. I should have picked that for my favorite. I might retroactively steal it. That's fair. No, it's just a solid movie. It's a good time, and it's really high on the rewatchability scale. So five stones. Not a lot of mistakes. Frank, what about you? I'm going to go three and a half. Uh, this movie's fun. I'll probably turn it on eventually to watch it again. Some of it's uncomfortable, but for the most part, it's an interesting movie. So, yeah, three and a half. I'm pretty much going to reiterate what I've been saying the entire time, is that this movie has moments of brilliance. I really enjoy watching it. It's it's not for everyone. I can totally understand if someone were to see this movie, because if you're turned off by excessive violence and very odd choices in film, you're probably not going to like this movie. But if you decide to watch this movie, I highly recommend that you watch the entire thing, because like I said, the third act is incredible and amazing and almost flawless for the kind of movie they're trying to make. Everything after that vomit scene is just amazing. So yeah, I'm going to give this movie five stones, because it's not a fantastic movie where I would give it six, but I will rewatch this anytime. Give me a couple days, I'm good to go again. I'll watch <laughs> Super. It's just really well done, and yeah, I have very few complaints about it. And those are our scores for Super. If you want to let us know what you thought about the movie Super, if you've actually seen it, if you're one of the people who's explored Netflix and found the movie Super before listening to this podcast, let us know, and you can do that by sending an email to zthpodcast.gmail.com. Just send us a tweet with the words, I've seen it, 
And your favorite Rain Wilson gif on Twitter at ZTH Podcast. Take some pictures of you beating up drug dealers on Instagram and send it to us on at ZTH Podcast. We're on Facebook, facebook.com backslash ZTH Podcast, or search for us on Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes. Zeros and Heroes end in ES. And if you're not tired after all that social media, hand it over to iTunes or something that pulls from iTunes and give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying the show. We really appreciate that. Something something about an algorithm. I don't know how it works, but, you know, people need to know about the show. And if you don't have something that pulls through iTunes, just tell people about it. They're like, Zero's Talking Heroes. They just did the movie Super. You ever hear Super? I have a movie to show you. <laughs> and then you may or may not continue being friends with that person. You're welcome. In either way. If that person doesn't want to be friends with you after watching Super, you don't need that type True. of negativity in your life. There are two types of people in this world. <laughs> People who like Super, people who don't like Super. And child molester. Wow. <laughs> there are three types of people. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening to us bullshit about the movie Super. <laughs> Next time we're going to be doing Thor the Dark World. Or Thor Dark World. There's no duh, is there? Did that win the coin toss? Yeah. yeah. Alright. Where were you? Yeah. I thought <laughs> you were two feet away from I was there. rooting for On Edge, and I had in my head the last stand. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. On edge with Spider Man. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. <laughs> he, called, he called heads. He dark said, world. Heads, heads dark world. And you said fucking on edge Spider Man. On edge Spider Man. <laughs> Great. That's exactly what happened. Got to look behind the curtain for you guys. Well, ladies and gentlemen, physics did not stop today. <laughs> I saw a movie with. where a coin landed on edge after they flipped it. I've seen that too. They're, they did it in Scrubs once. They did it in a baseball movie. With Matt LeBlanc, where he plays with a chimpanzee named Ed. The movie's called Ed. Huh, actually, I haven't seen that. I guess I was thinking of the Scrubs one. Good times. Yeah, the Scrubs one was uh, right after he finds out that, uh, what's her name, is pregnant, the mother of his child. Elizabeth Banks? Yes. And it's like, heads, heads we keep it, tails we put it up for adoption, I think, and it lands on its edge. And they're like, huh. Well then, and then JD tries to like blow it over. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Good old Scrubs, classic, classic JD." So yeah, join us for Thor: Dark World next time. And I would be remiss if I didn't remind you that every movie out there, super included, is someone's favorite movie. Rip scene and all. Ugh. <laughs> and good night, everyone. Oh, yeah.